greatest blessings and abundance to all. This is Riviera Sipping and Spilling the Tea Podcast. And I want to go into it about my testimony. I want to start off with John, 2 John 1.18. Wash yourself that you do not lose what we have accomplished, but that you have may receive a full reward. My testimony. My story can help heal others, but they don't have to know that they're, they don't have to be out here alone to do this. That we all have a purpose in life. Every tree, every insect, every bird, every person on here have a purpose in this world. My testimony. My testimony. The truth about me is that my mother had me at the age 14, 15. A father who was 18, people will say that was great. So she was a baby herself, so she didn't know how to be a mother or love accordingly. That's what she tells me now. See, since the day I was born, she told me she always loved me too much that she said God tried to take me from her plenty of times. All I remember as a child growing up is what I see is differently than what she tells me. I know I was sick, have epilepsy real bad. Somehow I grew out of it. My mom said she prayed for me, so God healed me. The doctor said I was gonna be retarded, slow. I wouldn't be able to function in the world. I wouldn't be able to do the things that all the other kids could do. I died three, four times, I believe. That's what I was told. I had it real bad. But guess what? I'm a college graduate, business owner, a mother, a manager in the healthcare field. I'm doing more things that doctors said I could ever do and more. My testimony. See, God can heal the sick and feed the poor. If you have faith and you believe, things do happen every day. I remember being abused constantly. My mom always said you were never without. You had a roof over your head, clothes on your back. I taught you how to be a woman by keeping your hair done, nails done, you look good, you smell good, my job is done. I remember if I did anything wrong, she put her hands on me. I remember growing in a household where my father used to put his hands on my mom. 
I remember gra- growing up in a household where my mom used to torment my father, calling him niggers and calling him a faggot, calling him a bitch, a whore, dumb. Used to break him mentally that he attacked. See, he too was abused as a child, what he said. In and out of jail, that could do a lot to a man. Being abused by a father could do a lot to a man where he doesn't feel safe and at peace. He constantly being abused by the person that says that loves him could do a lot to a man. My testimony. My mother never showed me love. She used to say I was ugly. She used to say she hates me. She used to say. She wished she never had me. I destroyed her life. She used to put her hands on me. She used to choke me, hit me, throw things at me, kick me in my private parts to the point I still have that scar there. My testimony. See, I've been abused since I could remember, since I knew how to walk and talk. My testimony. The truth is, I never knew love or how to do love. See, my idea was love was they buy you nice things, they give you money. That was love. That's my testimony. So I knew if you buy me things, give me things, you love me. Because that's what my mom embedded in me mentally. As I got older, I couldn't take the abuse anymore. I couldn't take my mom putting her hands on me, her yelling at me, her saying I'm stupid, her telling me my smile too big, her saying what's wrong with me, her putting her hands on me, her hitting me, kicking me. Every time I find the strength to stand up for myself, and to defend myself, she beat me till I fall. I will never forget the last time she beat me, put her hands on me, was when I invited my cousin over to the house. She didn't have nowhere to go. So I told her, yeah, come in. We're family. We were eating, having a good time. My mom got so mad. She came down there, gave everybody hugs and love, and said, yeah, you could come, you're my niece. You could come in, you can stay here, eat something. But as soon as she called, I thought everything was okay. She told me to come upstairs. I will never forget she called me a bitch, a whore, a slut. And when I talked back and told her I'm not those things, she hit me in my mouth. 
And when I tried to push her off me, she hit me again. Kicked me, punched me, I fell to the ground. She beat me so bad. I remember crying to God and crying to my cousin and said, I can't take this no more. Nowhere to go. I suck it up, I don't tell anybody. I cover up the black eyes, I cover up the bruises, put on makeup, dress real nice, kept smiling, kept my head down. She always said, if anybody asks you your bruises, tell them you fail, you hurt yourself. So I did. See, parents are supposed to love you. They're your first love. They show you how to love. I just knew in my heart this wasn't right. I've been molested, I've been beaten, I've been down. I cover it up. See, I was always good in helping others who need me and being there for those, but I could never find anyone who needed, who could help me, who could pour into me. So I turned to music, I turned to writing in journals, I turned to telling stories in my books, the life that I want. I got a job to help pay bills for her. I thought if I gave her money or show her I could do things, she would love me more. Every time I give more, she takes but she still beats me. And this is not just tarnish her. I told, this is my testimony. When I finally left her house the first time, she called my aunt's phone. She would talk to me. She would call me every defiled name. A mother should never call a daughter. She would say I'm spreading lies about her. She hate me. She wish I was dead. I was evil. It broke me more and more mentally, emotionally. I used to cry out, why does she not love me? And I can't take this no more. I used to think if I run away, where would I go? If I end my life, would she even care? I knew I was tired of being abused. All I ever wanted as a child is something to be, to be loved, to show love, to be uplifted. This is my testimony. When I finally did move with Denisha, life still beat me more and more and more. What is God trying to tell you? When you're constantly trying to get where you want and you're 
looking for someone to love you. You're searching for someone to reach out to you. You're searching for someone to give you the confidence. You fake the confidence. You fake the love. You fake the energy of you being perfect. You fake the confidence that you love yourself and that you is gorgeous because people tell you gorgeous, but deep down inside, you're broken. But you fake it. This is my testimony. Every time I try to love somebody, I end up getting hurt. I end up getting abused, talked about, being called, defiled names that weren't true. And every time someone comes in my presence, they wanted something from me money, something I could give them. And when I didn't give it to them, I was every name in the book. I will never forget when I broke down and I cried to God and I asked God, why do you constantly keep putting me through this? Why do I have to keep battling the same spirit that I ran away from a long time ago? My testimony. What is God trying to tell me? It took me years as I am 33 years old to heal. So how do you heal a broken rose? Do you still see the beauty in the rose with the tore up petals, the dirt on it? How can you heal and take this rose and grow other roses to plant to create a beautiful rose garden when it is scarred and broken inside my testimony? to be homeless because you refuse to go back home to where the person who constantly abused you and put you down. So you chose to be less. You chose to be homeless because you're tired of being around someone who constantly destroy you mentally and physically and emotionally. My testimony. So you rather, you said, fuck it, I'll just, what Kanye say? Fuck it, I'll just stay right here a couple years. <laughs> Haven't picked a career. <laughs> long hair, she cut it off. I have long, beautiful hair, and I'll never forget I cut it off, and it was supposed to be a sign of rebirth for me. My testimony. As I sit and I keep asking God, what are you trying to take me? What are you trying to do for me? I have been broken. I have been beaten. I have been homeless. I have lost everything. I have given up everything. What are you taking? 
So I went to school. School was my freedom. School was a choice to get away. School, education, college was for me as a skate route. See, I didn't go to school to learn, to be better myself. I felt like school for me was an out, was an out to be better what she said I was going to be. It was an out to keep me safe. See, I went to college where I could be safe, not to learn, to not to have a degree, not to have a career. I went to college where I could be safe, where I could feel safe. That's why I picked a degree, because a degree in college was a safety net for me. See, a lot of you guys don't know what a person is going through in the history of who they are and why they are and why they do things because we are so quick to judge. We are so quick to let social media and certain trends to box people and say we're not good enough, not knowing that people are dealing with so much stuff that you won't believe what they're going through. See, I didn't pick college or pick schooling to be better than myself. I picked college and I picked school because it was a safe place for me. And I take it as a blessing because it helped me to where I'm at in my life far as a career. Who knew an institution was going to be a safety net for me, a place where I felt safe was going to take me to plenty of possibilities that never even crossed my mind that it would take me to be successful. My college institution was a safe place for me. It was a safe place to for my mind. It was a safe place for me to run away from being abused. It was a safe place for me to be me and be able to sleep peacefully. It was my safe place. It was never meant for me to be successful, but who knew that this institution that I run to, that, that I went to, was going to lead me to be successful than what I was here now. See, sometimes we run from things and we don't see the whole bigger picture. Only thing that we're looking at is here and now. And we're looking at what can this person or this thing could do. Because right now I'm not safe. I need somewhere that's going to be safe for me. Because I can't go back down here. Because when I was back there, I was abused. I was tortured. I was, I was broken. So I need to go somewhere where I feel safe. In a, a college or a lot of kids, schooling is a place where they feel safe, where they get a meal, where they get a break. It's their safe place. It's their second home. My testimony. I never faced or told anybody about my abuse. I never told anybody the things that I went through because every time I spoke up, 
people tear you down and say it's not true. So why keep telling the same story and tell my testimony of what I've been through knowing no one's not going to believe me? Knowing that this image that I portrayed to have it all together was eating me alive. That I had to pretend to be happy, pretend to be loved, pretend to have this confidence, pretend to be everything people see me from the outside in, not knowing that I was broken. To get good grades in a college institution because I didn't have nowhere else to go. So what is God trying to tell me? I pray to God, I ignored him. Because I felt like if you really love your children like you claim you are, then why are you not here? Why do you not help? Why do you put people in their lives to hurt them, to abuse them? Why do you put people in their lives to constantly mislead them? Why do you allow this stuff to happen? Why do you allow this to happen? I have can't you see I am broken? Can't you see I am tired? What do you do when you're so tired and you're lost and you're broken and you can't find the strength or the words and you fall to your knees and you pray for another break and it just keep happening? Losses keep happening. Repossessions keep getting taken away. Everything you work hard keep falling apart, falling apart. And you try to have hope. You try to have faith, you try to believe, you try to grab some grips of some security that you're going to make it. But every time you have a little hope, a little strength, somebody takes it away. My testimony. What is he trying to say? When you give and give, they take, they take, you broke, you fall, you lose, and you have faith, and then they take it. What is he trying to say? My testimony. Watch yourselves that you do not lose what you have accomplished, but that you may receive a full reward, he says. Through my life, I have accomplished a lot. I lost a lot. I failed a lot. I lost what he said that I was trying to accomplish because I was still looking for something that I lost along the way a long time ago. And that was someone to love and pour into me to say, you're going to be okay. I am sorry for what I have treated you, but I am here now. So I kept losing. What everything I tried to accomplish, it kept getting taken away. What are you trying to tell me? This is my testimony.
if your mother is abusing you and she don't love you, she says she hates you, how can anybody else love you? How can anyone else treat you right? If the woman that gave you birth into this world don't even appreciate or validate you, what are you supposed to do when you are broken? How am I not to watch myself that I do not lose what I have accomplished, but to receive a full reward when the one thing that I wanted so much to accomplish to receive, I lost it ever since I was born. That's what she said, but this is my testimony. This is my testimony. Broken, abused, hurt, loss, all my rewards, everything that I have taken. Running and searching for someone to love me this whole time and not be able to receive it. So what are you trying to tell me? When you keep giving and keep loving and you keep going and you hold on to faith, but it keep taking away, why do you want me to be still and why do you want me to fall? What are you trying to take me? Tell me, where are you trying to take me and what are you trying to tell me? my testimony. I had to learn to pour into myself. I had to learn to love myself. I had to stop and heal my inner self and my child and tell my the inner self of myself, the soul, the spirit, the child, my inner child that it is okay. I love you. I see you. The moment I did that, I felt complete. I felt whole. And is it tough sometimes when I fall into the same patterns of loss and learning for someone to see me and value me, to appreciate me, to love me? Because it goes back to me being a child of constantly accepted and loving my abuser or accepted my abuser because wanted that person to love. This is my testimony. He said, watch yourself that you do not lose what you have accomplished, but that you may receive a full reward. See, I believe we can only lose things that we work hard for, and we can lose ourselves if we don't watch ourselves. No one can take what you have built or what you're trying to gain. No one can take, and that's how I felt about college when I went to school. No one can take my degrees. No one can say I didn't accomplish this because it's already written. It's a fact. Here's the paperwork. You cannot take my reward of what I accomplished. So I started applying that to my life and when I was working on healing myself. I love myself. I care for myself too much. You can't take that away from me. I already gave it a long time ago, but I'm not going back. You can't take that from me. See, the more I go through these transitions of loving and growing and accepting who I am. My old clothes, you know, when you grow up, your old clothes can't fit anymore. They're too tight. They itch. They irritate you. The shoes, you can't wear the shoes anymore. You're not the person who you were two 
years ago. You're not the person you was as a child. You weren't the same person you were yesterday, last week. We are constantly growing. The same clothes don't fit anymore. I have changed. I have grown up. And this is my testimony. To recognize the truth, you have to be open to the truth. You have to be open to the naked, the bad, the horrible, the flawed truth of who you really are. You have to be accepting of the dark stuff. You have to be accepting of the good stuff. You have to be reminder and quit suppressing all the bad stuff and quit pretending and being fraudulent of this is who you are when you know you're not really perfect. You are flawed. You are human too. That you have been abused. That you have been hurt. That you have been broken. You have been homeless. You have been lost. You have been doing this. But sure, that does not define you. It just shaped you for who God was trying to prepare you to be and who he wanted you to be to line you to purpose because your testimony was set in place and the story was already wrote about you to heal and to help others to to use what has been breaking you and haunting you for years for you could break curses for you could break patterns for you could show the world and for you could heal the world and tell people i'm just like you i've been there before i have been hurt i have fed my ego i have been poor i have been rich i have lost it all i have been abused i have been all these negative things that people say i am but i'm not those things those things shaped me they made me but i am a different person than where i was years ago my testimony. When you lose your rewards, you lose. My reward was myself. I lost myself. The more I was losing myself, I lost my faith. See, it goes deeper than this, but I don't have all time of the day to go deep in my life. Just give you a glimpse of to let you know I've been there too. But I don't allow my past to define me anymore. I use my past to remind me of where I was and who I am now. And I'm going to use it to help and to heal others to let them know I too was there before. If I said I was gonna tell it, I was gonna tell my testimony, I was gonna tell it the way I wanna tell it, when I felt the right time to tell it, when I felt the need to pass it to others my testimony so we all get abused hurt but mine started as a childhood till adolescence adulthood that i'm starting to recognize it more and more to the point that when i see it and i feel it's coming i exit left Up, I'm out of here. I'm gone. I do not allow others to mistreat me anymore. Now I hold myself full accountability. 
When I accept what others do to me, I hold myself accountable for their actions because I have free will. And my free will tells me I don't have to accept those who hurt me. I don't have to accept those who take from me. I don't have to do anything that I don't want in, to do. And if I choose to do something, the consequences behind it is heartbreak or being lied to or used or people walk away from me. I accept that responsibility of the accountability of my actions because if I already knew it was going to happen, I continue to do it anyway. It is my fault, not theirs. They just showed up to who they were. I was just ignorant to to see them for who they are and I thought I could change them. So I take full accountability. I messed up, I lost, I'm done. Let me learn from this, let me keep going. You can't lose yourself or lose any rewards if you don't recognize certain traits and patterns that you are causing in your life. There are things we can't control, but there are things that we can't avoid. My testimony. So I wonder if Jesus knew that who he was going to become, they were going to beat him, they were going to abuse him, they were going to spit on him, people was going to walk and betray him. Would he even come down here? <laughs> Would he say he was worth it? Would he walk within his purpose if he knew all this stuff was going to happen. I have to believe he had free will. That he knew and he had a decision. He could have walked away and said, no, this is getting little. I don't want that. I want to live. I want to do other things. I'm not sacrificing myself for others. They're not worthy. But he saw something in people, in humanity. He saw the compassion and he felt that his purpose was meant. He felt his life was going to help heal others and give people a second chance. So when I look at my life, how I was abused and mistreated and hurt, I look at it and I see it was worth it and I have no regrets and I forgive my mother because she was a child too and she only knew how to love than what she was shown love I still respect her I still love her I'm not saying she's not a bad person she just she is who she is and I accept her for who she is because there's things about her she taught me that made me who I am. And there's things that she done to me that shaped me for who I am. So I appreciate her. I see her and I value her and I still love her. But I don't give her excuses for what she done because what she did was wrong. And I had to change my mindset. I had to learn how to love myself. And it was hard for me to really see 
myself because it followed me to the workplace where people was mistreating me at work. It followed me in relationships, friendships, family members were using me and they weren't seeing my work worth. That spirit kept following me to one day I said, I have to change me because I can't go through this anymore. I'm tired of going through the same cycles. I have to become someone better than this. I have to start seeing myself properly and clearly because I can't risk to lose any more of myself. I can't risk to lose any more of these rewards that I have for myself. So I start to, started to work on me, healing me. I start valuing me and I start seeing myself differently. And I became stronger when I was weak. When I was broken, I started to become healed. I started changing my mindset of traditions and I started creating my own traditions. I wanted a family. I got a family. I have my son in my life and that's all that matters at this moment. I start seeing things clearly. I start accepting and stop complaining about the things I don't have and I start recognizing the things that I do have and I started to love and I started to see I can get better. I deserve better and I'm going to get better. Because I can't risk anymore. I can't lose anymore. I can't keep failing at this. I got to get this right. And you can too get this right. I told myself I don't want to see ground level. I want to see the skies. My testimony. When you have been broke, when you have been abused, when you have been lied, taken for granted, it can make you do things, it can make you be so heartless, but it could also be make you feel forgiven and have compassion, and it could also wake you up and be better, to treat people better. To not to be nice, but be kind to others, to be gentle to others, because you are empathetic. But it doesn't make you be no fool. It wakes you up to know and see difference and be very deserving and ready to accept people for who they are and accept people for who they are. Like truly accept people's true self. And then you learn to walk away from people who don't serve you purpose or you know that are not mentally healthy for you anymore. See, that's the thing. When you pray for things and you say you're not going to lose any more your rewards, you're not going to lose yourself anymore. When you start saying, I'm going to get this right. I mean it. I'm going to change and be better. I'm going to really get this right this time. When you realize you can't risk it anymore, you start to let things go. You start removing your hands. You lose the sense of control and you start saying, God, whatever is for me, let it be for me. If it's not, let it go. This is my testimony because I can't go back to what I was used to, what I was comfortable anymore because the old me was broken. The old me was hurt. The old me don't like to feel useless. The old me don't like to hear those negative words. The old me don't like to hear those things that hurt, that made me lose myself, that made me not see myself. I don't want to be her anymore. I want more. 
Watch yourselves, he said, that you do not lose what we have accomplished, that you may receive a full reward. Watch yourself, he says. And I choose to wash myself so that I don't lose what God has given me that I've accomplished. Because I want to receive the full reward of love. I want to see the full reward of wealth. Not just in my pockets, but in family and friendships. I want to reap the reward, receive the full reward that is meant for me and only for me that no man, nobody can't take it from me, but me and God, only God and I could take it. So I'm watching myself. My testimony, my story, my struggles, my pain, my hurt. It was meant for something. It was meant for someone. It was bigger than me. And I am grateful for it. And I would not lose myself or lose anything because I will get the full reward that God has for me. And I just want to say, God, thank you for everything you constantly do for me. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the strength. Thank you for letting me see me and see myself. Thank you for my testimony. Thank you for the struggles. Thank you for the pain, the hurt. Thank you. Because without you, I would not be anything. Without the struggle and pain, I would not be who I am today. I see myself and I would not lose myself ever again. Amen.